Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Today is a big day. I've only gone and bloody done it. I've just handed in my resignation at Spotify. It's the end of an era. The end of what I will probably look back on as the best working years of my life. But with every ending becomes a new beginning, as they say, and that new beginning starts right now. We're now three weeks on from the last episode. I ended that saying that I was potentially going to quit right then, but I didn't. The amazing leads that I had were just not quite strong enough in terms of commitment, so I decided to hold fire a bit. It just felt too risky. And over the last three weeks, nothing really has changed in terms of having a solid commitment. So why now? Why did I choose to quit now and not then? Well, there's a couple of reasons here, really. As I alluded to on the last episode, I just feel as though none of these leads are going to convert whilst this is still just an idea in my head. I need to be all in and show them that I'm serious about this. I've actually had lots of promising conversations in the last few weeks too with some good solid leads coming from them. And whilst none of these have still committed or even close to committing, it's just further validation for me that there is something in this and I just feel as though I need to be all in in order to take this to the next level. Secondly, and most important of all, I've really struggled mentally over the last couple of weeks. My mind is already on the new company. It's no longer a question of if, it's a question of when. This has made it very difficult for me to focus on my Spotify job. Given the current circumstances, many people have told me to drag this out as long as possible. You know, we're all working from home, my team are all in the US, I could easily get away with quietly building my business up whilst still having the Spotify job. But I just couldn't do it. For the first time ever, people started to chase me on things that I hadn't done. I was on calls that I usually am contributing to very positively, but I was distant. And this made me feel really anxious and guilty. And those that know me would know that I'm the least stressed out person there is but I just felt really stressed and that really affected my mental state. I was moody at home which does not help when you're trying to homeschool two kids and with a bloody crocodile of a puppy causing havoc and even when working on the new business I was just in a negative frame of mind and again those that know me will know that that's just not me. So that was the main reason for me really, for my own mental health and I definitely owe to Spotify to be honest and just make the right decision. So how do I feel having now done the deed? Well, at the time, if I'm honest, when I was delivering the news, I felt sick in the stomach. Thankfully, they were really good about it. The old sad but happy for you kind of response, which made me feel better. And I must admit, since making the decision, I have not had one single moment of doubt. I haven't been sitting there thinking, holy shit, what the hell have I done? Which is great. I feel energized, more motivated than ever before, and absolutely relishing the challenge ahead. I technically still have until the end of July to work, so I can't get going right away, but perhaps we can come to an agreement so that I can leave a bit earlier. We shall see. 
So what are the family think? Well, my wife Joelle, who did not want to be recorded, was very supportive. You know, she trusts that I'm not one to make silly, rash decisions, and if this is something that I'm certain about and I really want to do, then I should go for it. Phew, because it's too bloody late now. And what about the kids? They are eight and six, like I said, so have not known me to have any other job. They also think it's really cool that I work at Spotify. They use it religiously, it's on everyone's phones, they love coming to our really cool office in London, and they love music. Well, actually, let's hear from Keris to see what she thinks. So, Keris, what do you think of Daddy having a new job and leaving Spotify? Well, first of all, I'm really proud of you for getting a new job because you've been working in the podcast part in Spotify anyway, so that'll be nice for you. And I am also sad because I liked your job in Spotify because it was about music and I love music myself because I'm good at singing. But the best part of it was that your office was so big, had so many different rooms, but only about like a couple of them would actually to do with your work. So loads of them were just completely other things. And whilst we're at it, what does she think of my homeschooling efforts? You claim to be the headmaster of our homeschool, but the person who does the most teaching and who teaches the dog the most is actually Mummy, and you're always working, so you're not doing a very good job of that. Oh, charming. Well, I hope I do a better job than that in my new business. So, what else has been happening? I had an interesting meeting with an angel investor a couple of weeks ago. I've mentioned in previous episodes about the prospect of funding versus no funding, but now that I've reworked the business plan and commercial modeling a bit, this is no longer a question. Some of the shows I want to create, whilst being much higher margin in the long run, will require some upfront investment, mainly to pay talent, so getting that investment would be crucial from a cash flow perspective. So I had this meeting. Now, I know these guys pretty well, so it wasn't a straight up pitch, but I did take them through the numbers and my business plan. They were very interested in the whole, but there was one key thing from this that stood out to me. One of the guys commented that they think that this is a lifestyle business for me, and whilst they like the idea, they don't want to invest in a lifestyle business, they want to invest in a business that's going to like 10x their investment in a few years' time, for example. And that's perfectly understandable, I totally get that. And this has really got me thinking a lot about that since, because if this was a proper pitch for investment, I probably wouldn't have said some of the things that I said, but as I know these guys well, I kind of felt it important to be honest. In my mind, this is not a lifestyle business, but some of the things I said most definitely alluded to that. And I've got to be honest, I've had a total change of mentality since on this very point. I've recently started working with a mentor as part of the Global Welsh Initiative, which is a fantastic resource, by the way, for any Welsh people out there, wherever you are in the world, so do get involved. I brought this conversation up with him and his take on it was that even if this was a lifestyle business for me and, and fast forward five years, I'm earning a comfortable living out of it, he pointed out that if I actually look at the hours spent on this, then that comfortable living in terms of an hourly rate would not actually look that good at all. And when I think about when a company might acquire a business like the one I'm looking to create, I actually think there's around a five-year window max. So for me, rather than focusing purely on just making a living, my mentality now is to build for scale and build a company that could be acquired in five years' time. It's a bit bold, it's a bit bullshy, but that's the thing that I'm focusing on right now. Then, as my mentor pointed out, once the company is acquired, you will have to work in that new company for a while um, as part of a buyout. Then, you know, that's your lifestyle situation. A bit of money in the bank, 
hopefully, and now somebody else paying my salary for me. So that's the goal, really. I'm sure there are millions of other startups out there with the same dream and the same goal, but there's no harm in aiming high. I mentioned the mentor there. The guy I've been working with is Dave Dean. His company is called Develop. Get it? Dave, develop, develop. God, I love a good pun. He's a very successful businessman and also does some professional coaching. So other than his general advice on starting a business, parts of my sessions with him have been around coaching. He's given me some very useful exercises around really identifying the why I'm doing this and on creating a vision, both from 10 years in the future all the way down to six months time. I really enjoy doing that actually and I now have a clear vision for where I want to head. As for the why, well, when he first asked me, I said I was very clear why I was doing this and then I proceeded to waffle on for about three minutes trying to explain it. Um, he then asked me immediately to repeat what I just said and I succinctly summed it up in about 20 seconds or so. So that was a super useful exercise for me to really get total clarity on why I'm actually doing this. We recorded that session too, so uh, yeah, here's our chat. So, um, just a moment ago, I, I asked you, Dylan, uh, so you've decided on the next step of the journey in terms of moving away from where you are today. And, and I asked you, what was your reason for choosing the uh, podcast, sporting podcast business idea that you have? So, do you want to re, re-tell me what, what your purpose is there? Yeah, so I want to do something that really challenges me whilst also really excites me as well. And I want to make sure that whatever I do, I'm actually passionate and interested in it, as well as quite knowledgeable in it. So I've got the best possible chance of actually being a success at this thing. That was a lot shorter, wasn't it? It was, it was. So I'm clear on why I'm doing this. I've quit my job, so there's no turning back now, and I've got a clear business plan. So what are the next steps? Well, before going into that, I want to explain where I'm at business plan-wise, because within this, there are three core areas that we will be exploring. Firstly, and the core part of this, is to get current sports people to create more podcasts. So if any current player or athlete wants to create a podcast but aren't quite sure how, we are the company to do it for them, and we will take care of everything to bring that podcast to life and to make it a success. Secondly, we're going to create a roster of podcasts that do not belong to one particular sports person. These will still be sports-based podcasts, still including today's sports stars, but with the IP being owned solely by my company, and I have some cracking ideas to explore here. And thirdly, I really want to get sports clubs to start creating official club podcasts. Some of them have a podcast already, but without sounding too disrespectful, they're not very good. I have a vision for an official club podcast format that is shorter and sharper, more dynamic and engaging, more magazine style with multiple segments, just something a bit more modern and cooler than what is currently being created today. As for next steps, well, blimey, where do I start? There's a lot to do. Immediately, the key things for me are get some agreement templates sorted. So for potential new shareholders, for any new talents, any new staff, etc. And I've got a pretty good law firm helping me out with all these already. 
Next thing to do is to turbocharge the talent conversation. Just get one sports person to commit. That would be huge from a momentum perspective. At the same time, I'm making plans to create the first franchise show, which I'll talk about more on the next episode, but I'm very excited about that. Then there's a world of admin to do. The company is officially set up and it's called, drumroll please, Podium. Well, technically Podium Media, as just Podium was taken already, but the logo will focus on the word Podium. The company name turned into a bit of a drama in the end. I mean, I dismissed this early on, but geez, that was a painful process. But I'm glad we settled and I'm delighted with the name. For a while we were going with Podball, but I was never sure. Then I was thinking of Stadium, you know, some kind of sporty but not exclusive to sports. And I wanted a one-word snappy name. I was playing around with maybe a Welsh version of Stadium or the Greek version of Stadium. Then a friend of mine, so I am not taking credit for this, came up with Podium. Kind of a combination of Podball and Stadium, but also it's a platform that people talk on and it's got a sport connotation as well without being overtly sporty. And it's got the word pod in it, so really it works on so many different levels. So yeah, Podium it is, and uh, yeah, I really like it. But the admin doesn't stop there. There's all sorts of paperwork to fill out, a website to create, domains to register, emails to set up, a logo to settle on, which is a bit of a drama in itself. Set up a publisher profile on the hosting platform, look into the pre-application for SEIS, which is a government venture capital scheme that gives tax relief to any potential investors, which will make this a much more an attractive investment. And of course, the Spotify handover. Then I need to get this podcast all edited and ready to release. I said at the very beginning that releasing this podcast would be the first sign that this is actually happening. Not a sign that I've achieved anything, but a sign that this journey is about to begin. Thank you for listening and joining me on this journey as a startup founder. Please follow, like, share and subscribe to this podcast and we'd love to hear your thoughts and stories from your own personal startup journeys too. So please follow us and comment on social media at Pomodo Podcasts. We've also got loads of great new shows launching soon. The first of those being Couples Quarantine with James Haskell and Chloe Maidley, who are positioning themselves as today's modern day agonions. They will be responding to people's questions, comments and stories about being in a relationship in their own unique style. So please give that a listen. I promise you it's going to be very entertaining. Thank you for listening to Pomodo and being part of this journey. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.